Hello, Assalamu alaikum. How are you guys doing? It is Monday. I don't know, sometimes the days blend together. Well, today I'm really excited. It's almost like a celebration day for me because I had a chance to talk this week with just a ton of women. Like, you know, when you haven't met someone in a while, you haven't talked to them in a while, and you finally catch up. I don't know how, but I talked to so many women, a ton of women this weekend, and actually this whole week. Um, and inshallah, bismillah, ta'ala, I wanted to just bring up three women that just blew my mind. And I wanted to share with you because I know so often we just hear all these negative stories, and these women are just thriving. They're just doing amazing. They definitely put in the work, but for us to feel hopeful and know that like change in our life and happiness is truly possible. I want you to hear the stories of these three women really quick. Each one just maybe five to seven minutes each and just see how much they did in their life to change their life. And they are just doing so well. And I feel so good to hear that, to hear a happy story in this just gloomy, doomy, era that we're in right now. I don't know. What is it? Don't you just want to hear something good? Well, I got you today. Listen to the story of these ladies. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we're empowering women to go from just surviving every day, feeling like, ugh, to being like, yes, I know where I'm going, I know where I'm headed, and I feel good about who I am and what I'm doing. I want women to feel confident, beautiful, good about themselves, and there is no reason we can't. It's just we don't always have the tools. So that's what we're committed to here on Mindful Muslim. We're giving you the tools through our podcasts, through our workshops, our free classes, our free courses, um, and our paid courses. We have all kind of things out there, guys. We have memberships. We have book clubs. Oh, my gosh, the free book club. Another amazing, amazing day with them on Sunday. So, so good. And looking forward to just connecting with all of you. And you know what? A lot of you, you all reach me um, offline on Instagram. So I'm so glad to continuously meet new people every day. And the really cool thing on the book club is Everybody that opens their screen, I can see their faces. And they're people who have listened to me for like a year and a half on the podcast at least. And now I get to see them face to face. It's so cool. So very, very excited. And these women are just like that. These are women I worked with about a year ago. The three that I'm going to highlight in today's podcast. So happy for them. So happy for their families, their kids, their spouses, or, you know, just these people are just, these women are just an inspiration to me that there are really good women out there doing good things. Um, I wanted to start up the podcast with another positive thing. I had one sister leave me something. I don't think you guys know how meaningful some of the stuff you guys leave me. Like, honestly, sometimes I'm, I'm tearing up because, you know, sometimes you just put stuff out in the world, but you don't know, like I always say, like how much impact it gives you until you actually hear back from people, all the lovely and amazing things that they say. And, um, you know, one sister left me a comment the other day. Um, sister Saf, Safa Wamarwa, I like that. She said this podcast episode, she was talking about 170. She said was absolutely game changing for me. Almost within 24 hours of just listening to the advice, she said I was less irritated, angry, sad that even my family noticed right away. Thank you so much for this podcast. Sister literally has become 
um, part of my routine. So really, really love that. And it means a lot. So thank you, sis. Thank you for posting that. And even the ones on Instagram, you guys have constantly leave me things there. And I'm going to be, um, and on, um, Apple podcasts, when you guys leave me reviews, thank you so much. I read them all personally. And I just wanted to, to notice that sister and just tell her thank, thank you so much. Um, so today I have these three amazing women. I'm going to start with Nadia first. Nadia is quite a gem. She doesn't know it, but I'm quite a fan of hers. She is a university student. And to be honest, about a year ago when I started working with her, I think a lot of you guys know I do a lot of mentorship with women. I do a lot of consultation calls. And a lot of women even catch me on my, um, I have these free 15-minute discovery sessions. And a lot of times when women are done talking to me after that one, they're just like, oh, I feel good. How can I keep connecting with you? And they end up joining us in Thrive. They end up joining us. Um, sometimes I just like privately mentor them. And sometimes they join different courses that we have. So Nadia did that. She, I, I actually did um, the emotions class. I'm about to do and I also have an entire course in November that is um, gonna be up for everyone it's actually something I've done a long time with women it's something I've done with them mostly in person so when I did it with Nadia and she attended them like when I first met her she pretty much didn't like who she had become you know like anything else with women like you don't know this other woman you don't know if you could like open up to her and you could like tell her stuff that you like wouldn't tell other people because you would feel ashamed or you wouldn't want your parents to find out or you just feel just awkward like just saying them out loud you know she had that but after all she got to know me she knows I'm totally non-judgmental I have seen it been there done there done it and you know I, I understand where a lot of our women are coming from and I just want them to know that I get you and I have nothing bad to think about you no matter what you've gone through because we're all struggling in our own way and I think we should just really acknowledge that. So Nadia was was getting pretty derailed. So she she came to me and she was kind of like what she called an emotional hot mess and she said, you know what, she just didn't know how she got the way she was. She had gone to university you know, before university, she wanted to be, you know, I think she wanted to be a, what was it, a pharmacist. And she was really, really excited. But like, as university went on, she was really struggling. She was finding herself just like wasting time, you know, getting caught up in social media, getting caught up in invitations to different things, to parties, to weddings and things. And she just noticed that she was slowly but surely becoming someone that she did not personally like. And she started to do some stuff like, you know, get caught up with things with guys. And she just like, she was just like, after a while, I think it was about a year or two of this, you know, way that she was going on. She said, I was just an emotional hot mess. And I'm, you know, that's when she came to me and she was just like, I can't live like this anymore. I just feel like I just feel horrible about myself. And then I just feel like at the same time, what's the point of changing Cause like, I'm just in so deep into it. Like really like, what's it going to do for me? And I, I explained to her that a lot of her fears around her feelings, which is what she was having. Like a lot of women, I asked them, I even asked this on Instagram the other day. I was like, what, what's what's holding you back? And a lot of women are like, I just don't want to feel the feelings that I feel when I like deal with my emotions. Like it's, it's a horrible, depressing, anxious feeling. And I just want to like get rid of it really fast. So I just like ignore it. And I, she had heard, um, my episode, like the information that I put in episode 170, like I have tons more of that information. That was just like a little snippet and you know, whatever she, she got that information through like my full course and everything. And then at the same time, you know, she also joined us in our marriage 
what is it, our Muslim Marriage Lab. And that's going to come out in probably January, February. And that's where I walk women through how to find spouses. And when she was doing that work, and she actually was also later on, like I said, in the emotions uh, class with me, she was just like, oh my gosh, I had been stuffing stuff in my chest. Like I told you guys, like how it is, like you just keep pushing it in and just like not dealing with it. She said for so long that I didn't realize that like, I just had like, lowered my standards so low for myself and who my friends were and who like I picked for guys who could possibly be my spouse she's like if I would have got married right now she's like I would have just gotten to a nightmare I would have picked the wrong guy because I did not I was not in the right headspace and so we dug into her emotional self-esteem and we realized that she just had felt so bad about herself. And a lot of you guys know, I think I might've mentioned it. I have, and the way I address it with women, and I've taught them this over the years with like the merging of the science and the Islamic perspective, the Quran and Sunnah. And this is what I wish someone had told me again, like as always, it's like suffering for no reason. Um, what happened is she dug into phase two. And so phase one is when I teach women in the emotional awareness framework that I have. It's like an emotional awareness framework. And phase one, I kind of teach them how does their mind work, how to get their intention, how to like understand how to change their thinking. Your mind is incredibly powerful, right? But then after we go through that, we get into phase two, which is a lot of self-esteem and self-love building. And that's where we realized that was most emotional for her. And as she had gone through that, she realized that she was just like, I do not like myself at all to the point where I just like, I avoid myself. I cover things up, whether it's with like makeup or clothes or just being busy or just like trying to have fun with people. But she's like, but at the end of the day, when I put my head on my pillow and the day comes like flashing before my eyes, I'm honestly so like just disgusted with myself. And I just feel like I'm a horrible person and Allah wouldn't love me and nobody would love me and I'm not even worth loving and because I don't even love myself and I think that's a that's some a place where a lot of women are right and if you're feeling that right now I want you to know you are totally worth loving and I know that because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he doesn't make mistakes yeah we make mistakes but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't make mistakes which means you are innately amazing he made you amazing he doesn't make mistakes but what happens is because we get off and we get derailed we got to come back so we did a lot of that emotional work. We did phase one. We got into that. We got into phase two. Where we built up her self-esteem and so forth. And then once we pushed into phase three, we showed her how to respond to daily life, whether it was like anxiety or whatever, or um, stress or just like temptation or, you know, whatever she goes through daily, like what is the better response? And we helped her build up a plan because what most women realize is that's what they're missing, the tools and the plan. And that's it. And then as she did that, you know, we sent her off on her way. Now, I hadn't heard from her for about the past nine months and just this week she reached out to me and she was so she was like glowing glowing when I did like a FaceTime-ish type thing with her and it was just so beautiful to see her in a, like the same human being in a totally different headspace emotionally physically she looked like you know that's a funny thing when you're you feel gross inside like you you physically start to just be dark right and she was I don't mean dark like dark skin I mean like just I don't know how to explain it like your whole you're not glowy right and so subhanAllah she was just like beaming with light and I was just like how are you she's like I cannot explain the difference and so what I want to say to university students if you feel like you've gotten to this place where you're just like oh I'm a mess I'm disgusted with myself I'm doing things I know I shouldn't be doing I'm not even feeling good I might feel happy in the moment but then later I'm not or maybe I'm just like having so many issues with my parents like don't stay in that state. There is no reason for you to feel horrible. And don't ever get to the point where you think, what's the point? 
because there's always a point. Allah made you amazing. We're just going to take you right back. So shout out to Nadia. So proud of you and the work that you've done and so amazed at your transformation and what an amazing amount of time and effort you put in. And may Allah bless you and protect you. And I'm just like so excited for your future. And she's currently like talking to different um, potential spouses. So keeping you in my da'a. Um, can't wait to connect with you soon and see how some of those go. Alhamdulillah. Um, Samantha is the second sister. Really, really another gem. Samantha is that typical mom. She has like one or two small kids. And she was just suffering when she came to me. Um, just an amazing person that didn't feel like an amazing person as we all get to this, right? She was feeling snappy, irritable. She was like, you know, even like a lot of women tell me my husband's amazing, but I treat him like this. And they're like, I'm just annoyed, frustrated. I can't get like my emotions are overwhelming. Like they feel like they're just brimming over. And, you know, the problem was that she felt like she had lost control of herself. And if she was upset about something, she felt like, you know, normally I could just like talk about it nicely, put it aside, address it. And then she's like, but between the kids and, you know, sometimes they're new moms, sometimes they're moms who have a couple kids and they're just overwhelmed. It doesn't matter where you are in the mom spectrum. Um, They were just like, you know, they're all struggling with similar things. And so Samantha was just like, between my two-year-old and my four-year-old, she's like, it's just really challenging. Um, you know, I'm only married a couple years. My husband and I didn't get a, like a lot of time to connect. He's an amazing guy, but I am just like snippety snappity. And I'm just like, it's my relationship with my husband is going down the tubes. And it's really hard for me to find time with for myself and just work on myself, period, because I feel like all I'm doing is just like running on the hamster wheel and never getting anywhere. And I can totally feel that. So when I talk to a lot of women also, like, why don't you deal with your emotional stuff? There's like, I don't have time for that. Now, if you heard me in my last podcast, I think it was 171. I told you the story of how I went to Umrah. And I told you of how it was the busiest time of my life. I think I was working like two full-time jobs. And I was like running, you know, some of you guys know I run some non-Muslim organizations. I'm on like the boards and I have my kids. And um, we were in the middle of building some stuff with the house. It was just like not the time to hit the pause button. But I did because um, just after a while, just knowing myself and doing this stuff for years and learning about it and teaching it to other women. It's really easy to on your, like it doesn't, that's the other thing I want women to know. No woman has it fully together. The best of women are not the women who like has their life perfect. So don't ever think that that ever happens. The best of women are the women who can take a pulse of where they are and know they need to stop and deal with it. And so what happens is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always going to throw tests at us. It's not, it's not that one woman is better than the other. It's that how she responds to the test is what changes the outcome is where it shows like her knowledge of herself and, and life and how to deal with it. So for me, I always keep a pulse on my own doctor. I learned that from the seerah. I learned that from dealing with different things in my life. And so I was like taking my pulse one day. I don't mean like literally my pulse. I mean like, you know, like journaling and reflecting. And I was like, all right, I need to take care of myself. Everything can wait. I need to take care of myself. Why? Because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of other people. It's that whole thing like if you don't fill your cup, how could you fill others? It's really true. And my cup was beyond empty. I was just, um, you know, it was hard for me. And that when Samantha came to me, she was very, very similar. And I could feel right away that she knew she needed to just stop everything and just even take five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day to work on herself. And she wasn't even doing that. She just like, no, I can't. I was like, you can. 
I'm just going to show you. You just don't have the plan. She's like, I don't even know where to start. I don't even, I was like, I got you. That's why I like made the plan. You guys don't have to do anything. It's a no brainer. I make everything for you. So I handed her, you know, she enrolled with us and like I handed her the, the books and, and, and like the little worksheets and the activities. And they're like very short, very simple because I know women don't have time. I, I'm very, very aware of that because I'm a woman who has five kids, okay? And I'm doing a million things. Like you guys see me on the podcast? No, I'm constantly teaching, doing consultations, um, you know, working with other organizations, doing speaking engagements. It's I'm all over doing tons of stuff. So I got you. So I was like, girl, I, I know you don't have time. That's why I made this for women who don't have time. I get it. But you can do it. You got to give yourself just five, 10 minutes a day. That's all it is. And she's like, she's like, I'm like, can you commit to that? I think you're worth five, 10 minutes a day. She's like, yeah, I am. I'm like, you can. You just have to wake up five minutes earlier. What I'm going to tell you right now, if you have the same excuse, is one, your body wants you to stay safe. I just put up an Instagram post today and there was a quote from, um, I think it's like a famous author. I can't remember where I took it from. Um, I, the name's on there in the Instagram post. And the point is, the post said, um, it was T.F. Hodge. It was, you'll never cross an emotional bridge if you keep rushing back to the other side. And that's the thing. Our body's like, ah, oh, you don't have time for that. Oh, you're too busy. Oh, you got too much going on. Like, you can't handle that right now. Oh, that's just going to be like another layer of stress. Don't even bother. No, don't listen. Don't listen because your body is meant biologically, like I've taught you in other podcasts, to keep you safe. But that also means keeping you stuck because discomfort is where you grow. The realm of discomfort, I know it sounds like, ooh, who wants to go there? You do if you want to actually have a change. I'm dead serious. That's what I had to do. That's what we all have to do because comfort means staying stuck. I want you to stop thinking of comfort as just like a, a beautiful word, like a cushiony, fluffy pillow word. In the in the emotional realm of things, it's the word stuck, aka stuck, okay? That means, aka, you're going to stay this way forever. Could you imagine right now staying the way you are forever? I, I mean, when I was in my worst place, I was like, oh no, take me out of here. So Samantha was really experiencing that. And what she basically did was she felt like I lost touch with myself. I lost touch with Allah. I need to reconnect. So we put on this schedule where she just did like five, 10 minutes a day of just doing little bits and pieces of exercise. And she found her way to do it. And within her own time, because everything that I give to women, I understand that you can't get it all done like right now. Even though like the whole thing could be done in four weeks tops, I, I gave her her space. And I was like, look, you do you. You take what you need to take. You do it when you want to do it. You come back to me. I'm here that's what I do. I'm here. And she's like, Oh, okay. No, no, no. And she went, so anyway, um, she went off on her way. Like I said, women on their way all the time. Like, you know, you need me come at me just whatever. Didn't hear from her for quite a while. Another woman I had talked to just like last week beaming. She's just like, I got it together. I got my schedule. Now I have my morning routine in check. And it's not just routines guys. It's other stuff too. But like, she knows she explained that she's like, my husband and I are just doing so well because I'm well. She's like totally different vibe in the house. It's not like, like you could feel the tension before. She was like totally light. To- like my husband and I, even he started being like, let's get a sitter. Let's go out. Let's spend time together. I noticed my husband is just coming to me more, wanting to spend more time, be more cuddly and everything. He's just more attracted to me because I'm a more pleasant person. And she's like, and I could feel it in myself. And I feel so horrible of the way I was treating him before. But she's like, but you know what? I said, sorry, we moved on. And I proved to him, not by words, but by my new attitude that I'm so much better. So shout out to Samantha. Very excited and very proud of you. Because you really, really, like I said, have just, you know, 
just made the time. And, you know, I tell women who say they, they can't do stuff. I say you can't or you won't. Or you won't wake up five minutes earlier. Or you won't go to bed a little earlier so you can have a better morning. Or you won't, you won't, you won't. Most of the time, 99% it's we won't. It's not we can't. I have the busiest life in the world and I do it. So I know you could do it. I would never suggest to women things that they couldn't handle. Now, the last woman of today, and I want to just highlight her, is Tesneem. And Tesneem is like a newly married woman. She doesn't have kids, but she's like, you know, she's working. She's doing her thing. And she was another person who had come to the point emotionally where she was so overwhelmed that she hated herself. And she was constantly anxious and I don't know. She had so much going on in her life and pressures from family and things with her parents and just like, you know, like again, newly married. There's a lot of emotion there, guys. And I want to say something. I'm going to do a podcast in Shilla Business Ada probably in December, January about being married to someone from another culture. That's a really, really big one. I think since I started the podcast, I cannot believe why maybe a year and a half, two years in almost now, I did not do this episode yet. It was one of the first ones I ever wanted to do. But you know, like anything else, I told you guys, you guys make up 95% of my content. Whatever you want, I do polls, I do surveys, women text me privately, like on Instagram, DM me, uh, whatever you guys say you want, I just go to the, I just do it. I'm just like, start creating it. But the truth is for myself, and another woman reminded me just the other day, I had a discovery call about culture and her husband now these this woman she was from a certain part of africa and her husband was from another part of africa and you know obviously africa has tons of countries in it and even i want to tell people it doesn't matter if you're from one country your husband's from another country you could be from the same country and your husband's from the north and you're from the south and you have totally different cultural perspectives you could be from the same part of the country like say you're both from the north um and your families can be totally different it doesn't really matter but when it does come to cultural clashes like things that like i've had at least five different calls just this week women talking to me about like issues they have with their husbands and how they're treating them and how they're treating their husbands because um there's a lot of like i don't know like like tension you know um so testing was experiencing some of that And then at the same time, like between career and other stuff going on, she just felt really highly anxious. And um, that anxiety and stuff eventually got so bottled up and she felt trapped and she was feeling like she couldn't breathe and she wasn't getting anywhere. And, you know, if if you keep this, like I've told you guys in episode 170, just stuffing it down, stuffing it down, it becomes your mood and then your temperament and then your personality trait. And then it had become definitely part of who she was now. It was just like, you know, and subhanAllah, she was getting really sad about it because she felt that she didn't know herself anymore and she was getting really depressed and this is where women tend to get depressed and then suicidal right after that I have a lot of women who go through that and I want to say you're not alone and I'm sorry you're experiencing that pain and you shouldn't have to and that's why I have this podcast I want to educate women that there's nothing wrong with you I'm dead serious I don't even know you she doesn't even know me how could she know what's wrong with me I know because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like I said, does not make mistakes. And if we are experiencing these things, that means we are far away from our fitra. Our fitra is our natural innate way of being. We have just pulled away. And that's because we're allowing our biological self and the world around us, we're reacting instead of being proactive. And that's what I talk about. And I teach women when I do these different programs with emotions, I teach them how to become proactive, how to like learn how to respond, change their vocabulary, change their mental state. If you could do those things, everything after that, total difference. Because you connect back with the law, you connect back with yourself, and every relationship you have gets better. 
a lot of people talk to me about relationship problems, relationship with their in-laws, their parents, their spouses, their kids. FYI. If you ever have an emotional problem with, excuse me, a relationship problem with someone else, you need to fix it with you, not with them. What? Me? Fix it with me? They're the one who has the issue. You should meet them. Oh my goodness. Blah, blah, blah. No. You can't fix other people like that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the turner of hearts. So Rasulullah said when he used to teach us about how he dealt with people, it always started within. Really, it did. And so when you come back to yourself and your true self and your best version of yourself and relationship with Allah, naturally, just like what happened with Samantha when she was beaming and as soon as she fixed herself, her, her, her husband was naturally attracted to her more. I've experienced this myself whenever I go through tough times. You know, men are going to be more attracted to you if you're sweet and loving and positive and, and just glowing with your best self. Like you yourself feel internally happy. It just, it's on your face. It's in your vibe. It's everywhere. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about. So testing was not vibing. <laughs> she was not feeling good. She was like depressed, sad. She's like, I just started cutting people off. I don't want to talk to nobody anymore. I just, with COVID, it's so easy. It's almost like, thank you with COVID. I'll got to talk to people. I have to meet them in person. I didn't even have to go to work anymore. So I didn't have to deal with my coworkers. And I just got into a ball where I'm just like, she's like, this was bad before COVID, but COVID just like exacerbated it. And so I met her probably about, I don't know, six months ago. And again, gave her this information, sent her on her way. And, you know, she, like I said, had really just been stuffing it down. And the minute she said, I started to dig into, I realized I was just so mean to myself. I would just tell myself the most horrible things every day. And she's like, I don't know how I thought I was going to have a good day when I woke up every day, like, oh my God, you're so fat. Why would you want to put that outfit on? Look at you. Oh, like nobody even wants to talk to you anyway. Don't even leave the house. Don't even like, she's like, I would just talk to myself like unconsciously and I did the exercises where I'd start to like write stuff down that I would say, or I would like start to pay attention and reflect between like we put her through phase one, phase two, phase three. You guys are going to get familiar with this because if you come to my free class on the 27th, I'll explain the phases. I'll talk you through and you even you'll even walk away with the plan that we talk to women about. Yeah. So I definitely give that away like as a little gift. So you have an idea of the course you're going to take through the steps one, step two, step three, in terms of like what you need to do to start feeling better. And that's all I really shared with these women and like help them work through those exercises. And so alhamdulillah, like I just, this is like, this is just three of like, I don't know, 10 women I connected with just this week. I talked to tons of women guys. So I'm sorry if I don't ever get back to your, your message right away. Like sometimes it's just, it's a lot for me to go through. Um, but Tasneem, oh my goodness. So shout out to Tasneem. Tasneem was like, now she, again, another one, my relationship with my husband is so much better. She's like, I was really struggling with my in-laws because like they were really like, they didn't like me. And she's like, I noticed as soon as I worked on myself, even if they do give me trouble, she's like, I just don't care as much. She's like, cause that's another thing we teach people, by the way, in the emotions course is how to stop caring about what other people are thinking. And we go into the depth of it. Like you might've heard me talk about it lightly on the podcast or maybe in a workshop that I've done on Thrive. Shout out to my Thrive sisters too, cause you guys are right now in the middle of the health challenge. And I, that's the other thing I want to tell you guys, I have a health challenge going on right now and I do these challenges once a month. But what you need to know is that when you feel like garbage, the last thing you want to do is you want to like start getting healthy. By the way, I'm sitting in the parking lot of the gym right now. Yes. Um, not the gym that I'm going to go into actually, I'm here to pick up another sister, but I myself have a whole workout routine at home that I do. And I definitely, definitely want to say to women, it doesn't matter if the gyms are open, the gyms are closed or whatever your personal, you know, perspective is on working out and how you do it. 
do something for yourself change up your life when you don't eat right you feel worse physically like between all the chips and the burgers and the chocolate and the sweets at night yeah i know you you're doing that right I know it's a thing guys we we're stressed out we just we need a minute to ourselves. I got you but um honestly it's just really really gonna only bring you down so Tessneem not only not only okay um did she work through that but she also ended up like changing her health routine as well that was just like bonus so just if anybody was thinking about doing that too that is so part of it I know everybody's waiting until January don't wait till the new year guys stop at this like like letting the media and, and, and like society run like when you get healthier like everybody just like bum rush into gyms and to like health fitness guru stuff in January and then they fall off the wagon by February right because they can't hang because they, they didn't really have the good intention of it they like tried their best gyms make a lot of money off of us girls right <laughs> we all like start these memberships and then like boom we don't even go through with them so um just wanted to mention these three women so shout out okay once again to my girls where is it Nadia, Samantha, Tesneem. I just talked to so many. I want to make sure I said the right names. Um, but alhamdulillah, I'm so proud of you women. And I want all of you, the reason I wanted to, to bring these women to light today is I want to tell you, many of you are just like one of these women. You can at least identify with them. I know you can. And all they did, the only thing that is different between them and you is they took the tools, they had the plan, and they just put it into action. They literally just decided it's all choice right? You could choose to stay the way you are, or you could choose to change. So don't give yourself the excuse of not changing and getting better with your life that oh, what's the point? I don't have time. Or just like, I feel so gross. I don't want to face my emotions. Don't do it. That's your brain tricking you and trying to make you stay comfortable and comfort equals stuck. Don't stay stuck. Because the question I always ask women is, do you want to feel this way for the rest of your life? And if the answer is no, don't just don't choose not to. All right. I love you guys. I'm always here to help you. If you haven't already, get on the waiting list for the class down below. And if you have any questions, continue to send me them on uh, DM me on Instagram. And if you have suggestions for the podcast, I'm about to start taking suggestions for the 2021. I cannot believe the year is changing already, right? Um, and all the podcasts that we're going to do next year. Very excited. Look out for the survey on that. Talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.